Welcome to the Plan B CRNA podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Jones, and I'm so excited that you're here. The Plan B CRNA podcast is the only show made specifically for nurse anesthetists who are exploring options outside of their traditional career paths. This is the place to expand your mind and your goals as we uncover new ways to produce side income together. The mindset that we bring to any situation plays a key part in overcoming challenges and really enjoying our unique paths in life. On Thoughtful Thursdays, I like to explore emotional topics that are relevant to CRNAs and other providers. I think of this as my therapy, and I hope you learn some tips and tricks that you can use along your own journey. This episode is brought to you by OnCall Capital. OnCall Capital is dedicated to educating CRNAs and other healthcare providers about investing outside of the traditional stock market. OnCall Capital also provides opportunities for you, yes you, to create passive income and generational wealth while also lowering your taxable income through investments in the apartment and alternative investment spaces. If you haven't hit subscribe yet, make sure you do that right now so that you don't miss an episode. Thanks so much for joining me today, and now, on with the show. Welcome to Thoughtful Thursdays on the Plan B CRNA podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Jones, and as always, I like to start these shows off with a quote that gets me thinking. Maxime Lagasse once said, Tears of despair can be fuel. Thunders of anger can be light. Now, for some context here. I've told you in the past that these Thursday episodes are a bit like therapy for me. Well, last week, I found myself becoming the angriest that I have been in a very long time. And while I'm not going to get into the details of what or why, just know that I am talking about knockdown, drag out, red-faced hollering, screaming into the void, punching pillows, wanting to take a bat to things kind of anger. And it wasn't just one moment. I was hurting, and it stuck with me for days. I still feel it, even as I'm recording this show. And don't worry, though. I am in a much better place now, which is why I can look back on those events constructively. It's been a very long time since I've felt that emotion that strongly. So I decided to write a show about the subject of anger. And what I found interesting is the number of quotes out there that reference anger as a really bad thing. Anger doesn't solve anything but can destroy everything. Anger is never without a reason, but seldom with a good one. Speak when you are angry and you will make the best speech you will ever regret. If you are patient in one moment of anger, you will escape a hundred days of sorrow. Holding on to anger is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. And the list goes on, of course. Which is why Lagasse's quote stuck out to me. Tears of despair can be fuel. Thunders of anger can be light. For me, my anger led to a certain clarity about the pain that I have inside of me. Anger brought my pain to the forefront of my mind, and I know that I never want to have cause to be that angry again in my life. And because it's not a place that I want to be again, I certainly have no intention of living in that pain or anger for very long. We all experience anger at some point in our lives, whether it's directed at ourselves, other people, or situations that frustrate us. But what is it exactly? I mean, how can we learn to recognize anger in ourselves and others? Well, one of the things I've tried to do as a parent is help my children learn how to manage their own emotions. And luckily, there are plenty of resources out there to help them think more about these things. I mean, I grew up on Looney Tunes, Thundercats, Voltron, and Ninja Turtles. It's pretty fair to say that there wasn't a whole lot of emotional examination going on in those shows. But things have changed for the better with animated films like Turning Red and Inside Out taking emotions more seriously for their younger viewers. In the Pixar film Inside Out, we see the main character Riley 
experience a wide range of emotions, including joy, sadness, fear, disgust, and of course, anger. Anger is personified in the film as a short, red, fiery character in Riley's mind who represents the part of her psyche that reacts to perceived injustices and tries to restore a sense of fairness. Anger was played by Louis Black, who is one of my favorite angry comedians. And while Inside Out is a fictional representation of the workings of the human mind, it can teach us a lot about how emotions like anger can influence our behavior and impact our relationships. My kids, for one, thought that Anger, the character, was hilarious, but they were also able to see the destructive side when he went too far. But I want to dive a little bit deeper here. First, let's talk about anger and how it works. Anger is a natural emotion that arises when we perceive a threat, an injustice, or a frustration. It's part of our fight-or-flight response and can help us defend ourselves and assert our needs. That last part is important because anger is often a reflection of pain within, and we must learn how to communicate our pain effectively to the important people in our lives. However, anger can become problematic if it's too intense, too frequent, or if it leads to aggression or violence. So how can we recognize anger in ourselves and others? Well, one way is to pay attention to our physical and emotional reactions. When we're angry, we may feel a surge of energy. Our heart rate and blood pressure may increase, and our muscles may tense up. We may also experience a range of emotions, such as irritation, annoyance, frustration, or even rage. And let me tell you, I felt all of those things last week. Now, when looking at other people, we might notice signs like a raised voice, clenched fists, or a furrowed brow. I mean, no kidding, right? Like, we all know the signs. To be fair, though, there are both benefits and drawbacks to anger. As I mentioned earlier, anger can help us to protect ourselves, assert our needs, and motivate us to take action. And it can also be a signal that something in our lives needs to change. However, anger can also have negative consequences, such as damaging our relationships, hurting ourselves or others, and causing physical or mental health problems. Hence, all of those quotes I had in the show earlier talking about all the negativity surrounding anger. So how can we manage our anger and reduce its negative effects? One way is to learn how to express it in healthier and more constructive ways. This means acknowledging our feelings without denying or suppressing them, communicating assertively but respectfully, and seeking help if we need it. Anger is greatly affected by stress, so if you want to be more proactive, you can practice self-care and stress management techniques such as mindfulness, exercise, or relaxation techniques. And finally, let's talk about some of the factors that can make an angry emotional response weaker or stronger. Some of the factors that can make anger weaker include mindfulness, humor, empathy, and stepping away from the situation for a period of time. These can help us to see the situation in a different light and avoid reacting impulsively, which is when we tend to get into trouble. I talked with people in my own support system, including family, friends, and my counselor, to mitigate my own negative responses. And some of that really did help. On the other hand, some of the factors that can make anger stronger include stress, fatigue, alcohol or drug use, and social support from others who validate our anger and encourage it. And that, that last one's important because I do have people in my life who are part of my inner circle, but they sometimes did more to stoke the flames inside of me rather than to help me calm down. Now, it's important to be aware of these factors and take steps to reduce their influence if we want to manage our anger effectively. And we can also learn to recognize patterns in our anger, such as triggers or typical reactions, 
and we can work on changing them over time. This is especially important when it comes to childhood anger, which can become deeply ingrained and affect our adult relationships and behavior. For me, much of my anger was centered on connection and expectations. It's easy to not get angry at someone you have no attachment to, but it is another thing completely when you care deeply about the relationship. This can lead to heightened emotions and reactions when you become triggered. So yes, anger is complex and powerful, and it can have both positive and negative effects. But by learning to recognize and harness our anger, we can improve our relationships, our health, and our overall well-being. And there are many different ways to gain new insights into the workings of our minds and our emotional responses, including counseling, podcasts, and even some books like the following. Letting Go of Anger, The 11 Most Common Anger Styles and What to Do About Them by Ronald Potter Efron and Patricia Potter Efron. This book offers examples of different types of anger and how to effectively deal with each of them in healthy, flexible ways. Be Angry by the Dalai Lama. This book contains simple and accessible wisdom from the Dalai Lama on how to use compassionate anger for social transformation. And Never Get Angry Again, The Foolproof Way to Stay in Control in Any Conversation or Situation by David J. Lieberman. This is a comprehensive, holistic look at the underlying emotional, physical, and spiritual causes of anger and what the reader can do in order to gain perspective. That's going to do it for today's show. Make sure you check out the show notes for helpful links. And if you enjoyed what you heard, make sure you hit subscribe and leave us a five-star review. I'd love to hear what you thought of the show. So, you know, leave that in your comments on your review. And if you're interested in passive income opportunities with tax advantage real estate, visit my website at www.oncallinvestments.com or reach out to me on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Until next time, stay safe and take care of each other out there. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Plan B CRNA podcast. If you haven't already subscribed and reviewed the show, I'd be honored if you took the extra time. It really helps to expand our reach and get the word out about the show. If you're a CRNA who is interested in sharing your story on our podcast, I'd love to have you. Please email me at bobby at oncallinvestments.com for more information. This episode was brought to you by On Call Capital. They are dedicated to helping providers like you develop passive income and generational wealth through investments in the apartment and alternative investment spaces. Feel free to check out their website at www.oncallinvestments.com and subscribe to their free educational email series. You can find On Call Capital on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also check out our YouTube page where you'll find all of the show episodes along with other educational videos. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.